Damn, a tablet won't get rid of that disease. The most driven people in the world want to build great empires and leave a great legacy. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is my attempt at documenting the lessons I'm learning on my way to building a $100 million empire that helps people perform better in life and business. My hope is that you use these lessons to live a kick-ass life while building your own empire and leaving a powerful legacy. I hope you share and enjoy. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Oh man, what a week. This is awesome. Like so many of you guys and girls have been reaching out and like jumping into the community, listening to Dominate or getting involved in that stuff. Some of you have reached out for coaching. This shit has been going nuts. And I want to give you some advice and some tools and tips to help you to keep stepping up. And so here's something that I was reading this morning. So I was reading a book. I I read a lot of philosophers and, and a lot of different people's work. And I came across this here and it said the topic was avoiding adopting other people's negative views. And what it talks about is that people's negativity and bullshit can become contagious. And so I'm going to use an example this morning where I was working with this client. So this was an awesome member of our community. I hadn't seen them for years. And I just get a message on Instagram and they'd watched one of my videos and obviously it had struck a chord with them. And so I just get this message and it said, let's do coaching, send me info. And so I sent them through the info and within like 10 minutes, <laughs> the money's in my bank account. And I was like, shit, they're on fire. These are the types of people I like working with, decisive, disciplined, make shit happen, commit to things. But anyway, I jump on the call this morning and we're talking about some stuff. And what it was, was this person has done well in life, right? Like great family great relationship. You know, health's not bad. Their business is doing a couple of hundred grand a year, self-employed. And so we're just talking about like, what do they want? They jumped on a 12 month program with me. So they did 12 months up front, which it's like that commitment is fucking epic. It means that they want to get shit done in the next 12 months. I mean, most of you who are listening here, you probably have wanted to do my programs for like three years and never done anything. If that's the case, man, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. But anyway, my point is, that I'm talking to her and, and we're going through, you know, what do you want out of the year? And she said, look, everything was going great. And then all of a sudden, you know, it happened where some things didn't go so well. You know, financially, we took a bit of a back foot. There was a bit of struggle. And then bang, all of a sudden things start not going as well as what I'd hoped. And I've been stuck there for the last year or two. And I said, ah, interesting. And I said, do you think your mindset changed? And she said, 100%. And I said, let me guess you went into starting to worry about money and said, of course. And I said, let me guess, you started making decisions based on fear. And she said, yeah, of course. And I said, so then you start thinking through things like, well, I can't do what I want at the moment because I don't have the money or I don't have the time or it's not the right time and all that shit. And she goes, how do you know? And I said, that's because it's what everybody does, right? Everybody does that. Everybody does that. And life consistently tests us. It tests us to see if we're ready to go to the next level. I was also speaking to a kid, you know, he's in his early 20s. Every time I talk to him, he talks about financial independence. You know, I just want to be financially free. I just want to be financially free, bro. Like, I just feel trapped and I just want to be financially free. I said to this guy, listen, you can't even make a decision to spend $47 per month to join my Dominate program. I said, imagine what happens when you start making a lot of money. When you start making a lot of money and you start having to make big financial decisions, you start playing the game of life with completely different ballers. We're not talking about 
little dudes who they say to you, oh, you know, invest a couple hundred bucks. We're not talking about that. When you start playing with the big boys and girls in town who are doing really well financially, if you want to be surrounded by those types of people, which is probably where you want to be if you want to crush it financially and, and make a lot of money, then you have to understand that they are essentially going to get your skull and squash it like a fucking pimple. Because as soon as they smell a little bit of blood in the water or a little bit of insecurity or that you don't know what you're doing, they're going to come after you. And they're going to come after you because you're playing the game with people that have been doing this for a lot longer than you. And so it's like me, right? I'm not that good at basketball. I loved basketball when I was a kid. I wasn't good enough to play at even a high level at districts, little only a high level at state or a high level nationally or a high level globally. Now, if you were to put me into a game where I'm now playing with the best in the world, so let's say I go to the NBA and I'm playing with the best in the world, I would get zero points. I would get zero. They would legitimately smash me to pieces. They would dunk over the top of me. They would shoot from half court and sink it. And even if they missed, I would get the ball and they would steal it off me in two seconds and go back the other end and dunk. It would be like 10,000 points to zero because I am that shit. Now, I'm better than probably a lot of people out there at basketball, not people who play regularly, but we're talking about if I just walked down the street and, and threw a basketball to someone, I'm probably better than most people. But I would still lose 1,000 to 1 or 10,000 to 1 playing in a professional league where I'm getting just absolutely obliterated. No matter what I did, I would lose. No matter what I would do, unless I bought a machine gun and shot them all, right? That's the only way I could win. So there are all these slappers out there who want to play in the big leagues financially, but they can't even make the most small financial decisions. And they're so afraid to even commit to small things that they're never going to commit to big things. Like I've got friends of mine who do hundred plus million dollar developments. They never have the money. I was talking to, I had lunch with a friend of mine probably about three or four weeks ago. It's cool. He, he wants to come and do one of my events, probably Thrive Time or jump into Business Odyssey. But essentially his family are billionaires, right? They're billionaires. They have billions of dollars worth of property. Now, he decided to leave the family business and to do something for himself. So he actually moved into state so that no one knew him because in this state, everybody knows who he is. They know his last name. So he moved into state and started with zero, zero dollars. And he found blocks of land that could be developed. Then he went and found investors. Then he went and found builders and he put the deals together. And because he put the deals together and he was patient, he waited a couple of years, he ended up walking away with a couple hundred thousand, right? Then he goes and gets that couple of hundred thousand and he goes back and he does the same thing again, but he uses a little bit more of his money. Now, within a couple of years, he's already doing developments now that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Why? Because he does what most people won't do. And that is when they have nothing, they become resourceful. What most people do is when they have something, they're still not resourceful enough to even step up to the next level. So this guy here, I said to him, bro, how do you think that you're going to start playing the game of life where you want to be financially independent, but you can't even commit $47 per month to doing a program? I'm like, if you want to get financially independent and you're worried about $47 a month now that you can't even find that resource in your limited life, how the fuck do you think you're going to play with the big boys and girls that are going to skull fuck you the moment that you step into their arena? They are literally just going to smash your brain to pieces. They're going to take every cent that you have because you're going to be way out of your depth. And it's not that they choose to take your money. It's that you put it on the table for them to take. 
right? It's like walking into a casino. Casinos don't sit there and say, how can we fuck everyone's life? They essentially say, if you want to play the game, let's play the game. You know the risks associated. It's a casino. You put your money on the table, you know the odds. So if you lose your money, that's on you. That's not on us. And that's fair enough, right? It's not the casino's fault that people lose their money. It's people who walk into the casino thinking that they're going to win. It's their fault. It's teaching them a lesson that if you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. People are always playing stupid games financially and they win stupid prizes. But this guy here wants to be financially independent, yet he can't even become resourceful enough to figure out how to get $47 to do something that's going to shift his mindset and shift his thinking to help him become more resourceful in his life to keep stepping up. So going back to working with this client this morning, I said, the problem is, is that, let me guess, you were brought up in the lower class or the lower middle class or, or even the middle class. And she said, yeah. And I said, that's the problem. You've got a whole bunch of indoctrinated ideas and beliefs and theories about life. And that is, is that when things happen, when challenges pop up, you become scared, you become afraid, you start doubting yourself, you start questioning everything. You start doing everything else that puts you on the back foot instead of doing what wealthy people do, which people who master the game of life do. And that is that you become more resourceful. You step up and you keep reminding yourself that every problem that you've been through in the past, you've always overcome. And she said, you're right. And I said, look, every time you've had a financial challenge, did you lose everything? And she said, no, I never lost anything. I always came out better on the other side. And I said to her, say that again. And she said, I always come out better on the other side. And I said, why the fuck would you think that this time's any different? And she said, I don't know. And I said, it's because you have been swamped your whole entire life by average thinkers. And average thinkers, they become, I guess you could say they become toxic, right? They become toxic in their ideas and their thoughts. Their ideas and thoughts become contagious and other people contract it. And so when you're a teenager, people around you say, oh, be careful of that. Be careful. Be careful. And so when things start going wrong, you go, you become careful and you start playing safe. You would have seen your parents that all of a sudden when they don't have enough cash, it creates more stress in the home environment. They start arguing more. Or they start fighting more. Or your parents start tightening everything up and they reduce their lifestyle and they start living like poor people. Instead of changing their mindset and going, you know what? I've always worked through this. This is just another obstacle I've got to overcome. I'm mentally strong enough that I can overcome anything. I've just got to find the right people to help me. I've got to find the right resources around me. They're there. I just got to go find them. When you do that, you win the game of life. That's why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And if you're in the middle somewhere, you'll have a little bit of time of where you feel like you're rich and then the rest of the time feeling like you're poor. So if you want to live a better life, you then have to start training your brain to think better. Very few of you who are even listening to this podcast have the courage to do that. I guarantee it. Because very few of you who listen to this podcast, I watch the numbers. There are thousands of you who listen to this podcast every week. But very few of you have actually come and done my events. Very few of you are in my Dominate program. You keep thinking that the external world is going to change your internal environment, which means that when I get more money, then I'll feel better. When I buy new shit, then I'll feel happy about life. When I lose my weight or when I do certain things, then I'll feel better about myself. But the truth is very rarely does that change anything because smart people realize when you change your internal world and find your own value, find your own worth, and you get clear on what you want, you go out to the world and you fucking crush it. You dominate because you're already dominating it in your own mind. Whereas what you'll do is you let the external environment dictate how you operate. And so when times are going well, you think life's going well. When times aren't going well, you think life's horrible. But that's because the external world dictates how everything goes on. Even in the last couple of months, I've had business owners who send me messages and they're like, 
yeah, man, business is tough. And I'm like, okay, why? And they're like, oh, it's because people just aren't spending money anymore. And I'm like, really, dipshit? Really? No one's spending money. In Australia, there was a Taylor Swift concert. It was fucking sold out. It was like 90,000 people went to her event. Oh, I, I guess they don't have money. They couldn't buy a ticket. Oh, well, well, uh, I guess, but, but people just don't want, they just don't want a new kitchen. And I'm like, okay, keep telling yourself that. End up like the rest of the brokies in the trade industry. Right, you're all broke because you know that you're broke inside your own mind. When you say we have the best kitchens and we go find people who value what we do, we build a good customer base, we look after our customers, we add value to them, and we go out and we do the best job. And you believe that to 100%. Why would people not use your products and services? It's your job to convince them through how you portray that in your marketing. Now, if you can't portray that in your marketing, it's because you don't believe it. Most people's marketing and business sucks, and it sucks because they don't believe in what they do. Last month alone, I did $147,000 just in sales off of Instagram. That was with $0 ad spend. Zero. That's Z, zero. I have all these people come to me and they're like, oh man, I make like 100 grand a month. And I'm like, yeah, cool. But what do you spend on ads? And they're like, oh, well, last month was like, you know, 50. And I go, cool. And then what about the rest? And they're like, well, I spend the rest on, on my team. And I'm like, so you're broke. And they're like, yeah, I'm broke. And I'm like, well, fuck, what do you expect? Right? If you don't believe in your product and your service and you don't believe in what you do and you don't believe in yourself, then how do you expect to sell it to others? People buy who you are, not what you sell. And if who you are in your business as a leader can't convince your staff who are buying you as a leader to believe in your product and your service enough, then your staff won't believe it. Then your sales are going to be impacted. You're going to get the wrong customers. You're going to get price shoppers. I guarantee if you're a business owner and you have problems with price shoppers, it's because you're a price shopper. You're a tight ass. You're a cheap prick. Right? All the time people come to me and they say things like, I want to grow my business. And I'm like, right, here's a price. Come along to my business odyssey program or jump into some one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. And they're like, oh man, it's expensive. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? Then the next second I see online, they're complaining, fucking no one's buying anything. Everyone's cheap. They just want the cheapest price. We're the best, but no one buys our product. Everyone's looking for cheap shit. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, that's a reflection of you. You're cheap. People pay what I'm worth. I know that our community is full of people who believe in what I do and they value it. That's why they get results. I was talking to a guy last night. He started off in my business odyssey program. Ben, I think his businesses were turning over about $1.5 million. He was stressed out. He was a bit burnt out. He just didn't have the right systems and processes, and I could tell. He jumped into Business Odyssey. We had coffee and we had breakfast, and he said, yep, done, sign me up. Dude got into it. He put his balls on the line. He was resourceful. He jumped straight into it. He's like, yep, because in that moment, he, he focused on what he wanted, his vision. He didn't focus on his fears and what he was scared of. He jumped straight into it. And then now, all of a sudden, we're at year one, right at the end of year one. I spoke to him last night on our business coaching call, right? Which is where the community business owners get together. I answer business questions and we all help each other. Anyway, he's like turning over, I think 3.2 or 3.5 or something like that. He bought another business. His business is flowing heaps better. And I even said to him, I'm like, bro, take away the money. You're a better communicator. You're a better leader. And he sits there smiling and he's like, yeah, I know. And I said to him, dude, the first conversation we had when I sat down with you for breakfast, when you started communicating, you had one question that took you 45 minutes without a breath that became this huge long statement and story about everything. And by the time we got to it, it was like 45 minutes later. I said, now you just ask questions. Like you're a way better communicator. And he goes, actually, people around me have been saying that. So when you improve yourself and the way you operate and the way you make decisions, your life will reflect it. But your life won't reflect it when you keep thinking like average people. 
Because remember, negativity, fear, doubt, all that shit is contagious. That's why the media use it, right? The media know that they put out horrific car crash and people are like, oh, not a car crash. And they watch the news. Then they go, the economy's down and people are like, oh shit, the economy's bad. And then so they watch it because they love drama. People love fucking drama. And the news is just drama. It's not what happens in the world. People are like, yeah, but you got to know what's happening in the world. I'm like, here's what happened. There's 8 billion people on the planet. It's Monday or Tuesday or whatever day it is. They're going to do the same shit that they did last Tuesday. Most of you are doing the same thing that you did last Tuesday. The average person eats like 25 or 30 of the same foods on repeat. Right? Like if you look at my food over a month, it's almost the same shit every month. It's just, I go, oh, I want something different tonight. I need variety. And I switch it up between the same 30 foods that I eat over a whole month. And we call that variety. Humans are predictable. That's why AI is so effective. Artificial intelligence is so effective because you're predictable. And places like Google and Apple and all that know that humans are predictable. Right? You tend to do the same shit all the time. You go to the same places that you like. You think the same way. You do the same things. And so it's very predictable, which is why they create algorithms. Those algorithms are based on your predictability. That's why people are like, oh man, I was just thinking about this and those ads popped up. And I'm like, no shit. Because Facebook algorithm knows you better than you know you. You don't know you. You think you know you and you think that you're different and you're not. Right? You're predictable. So I guess my point is that you have to control the negativity that happens around you. And if you want to be a great leader and lead an inspired life, you have to reframe your mind and rewire it completely different to the average person. When people say to me, they're like, man, you're different. I'm like, no shit, right? Do you expect the dude who thinks the same as everybody else to have a half a million dollar car sitting in his garage? Actually, a half a million dollar car, another 200 grand car sitting in the garage, right? That doesn't happen because I think like everybody else, right? And I'm not saying that to swing my bull sack around and make everybody like, think that I'm wild. I don't give a shit what people think. But what I'm saying is you don't get to live a life that's different if you keep thinking the same way everybody else thinks. There was a, a video on my Instagram page where I spoke about during Christmas and it was part of my podcast. At Christmas time, I'm weighing my food and everyone's like myself and Jess are having Christmas dinner. They'll get to our house and they're like, man, you've lost weight. You guys look great. Like they're talking about Jess. She looks fantastic. You know, she's lost weight. She's toned up. She looks fucking epic. Her skin's heaps better. Just even her emotional state is way better. And then they say to me, like, dude, you're looking like good. Like your muscles are popping out. You got bicep vein going on. Like you're looking good. And so they all praise me and, and Jess for what we're doing. And then at lunchtime, all the food comes out. You know, we got the pork, we got the pork crackle, you know, we've got all the potatoes, we've got the carrots that are like deep fried and shit. We got like the garlic breads out and all the bread and the potato salads. And there's this feast at our house and everyone's sitting there and they're filling their plate up like they've never eaten before, right? They're the starving kid in Africa that this is their first fucking meal. They've already eaten breakfast, by the way, and just consumed like 2000 calories of wine. But anyway, they're, they're in there. They're going for it, right? It's like they've never eaten before. Today's their day to celebrate. And so they're all stuffing their food in, getting fat and feeling shit, right? And there I am, I get my scales out, I chuck my food on, I'm like calculating, you know, Jess and myself, and we made chicken thighs and, and that for everybody, and we made healthy options. You know, I had like a baked vegetable dish that wasn't covered in oil and shit. They were all there, no one fucking ate them, no one ate them. Jess and I were the only ones who ate them. And so there I am, I'm like weighing my food and stuff, and everyone's like, dude, why are you weighing your food? It's Christmas, Just it's just one day, bro, it's just, just one day. And I'm like, 
in my head, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like you come in here and you tell me how great I'm doing, but at the same time, you want me to do what everybody else does. Do you not see the correlation between my way of eating and the rewards that you're praising me for? Most people don't get it. People say to me all the time, they're like, how do you make all your money? And it's like, I don't think like you. That's why I don't think like you and I don't act like you. I can't say that to them because they get all butt hurt and shit. But I don't think and act like you. That's why I have the shit that I have. Right. Jess and I booked a holiday. She's like, we're going to Singapore and then we're coming back to Bali. And then I've got a podcast in Noosa. The dude messages me. He's like, I got a podcast in Noosa. It's like this men's podcast. He's got a big following and shit. And he's like, but I only do them live. And I was like, cool, man. I'll book my flights tomorrow. I'll be there. I go to Jess. I'm like, we're going to Noosa. She goes, all right, cool. I'll book a hotel. Where do you want to stay? And I was like, wherever the best place is. So we book it. I don't think like you. That's why I don't live like you. I do things different. Hey, Driven Mofos, if you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. It's a mindset. The reason why I make more money than most people is because I don't think like them. I have created a mind that thinks differently. I worked on my mindset first. At 21 years of age, when I had a choice to get out of bed and spend every fucking cent that I have on an audio product, I couldn't even afford to go to work the next day. I had to borrow money off of my mum to put fuel in the car so that I could go to work. Most of you won't do that. You won't put shit in a credit card in order to grow. You won't go and borrow money off of friends and family. Most of you are like, I don't know, I better go and ask my partner if it's okay, if I can do things that help us improve our lives. And I'm like, that's why you're average, right? You're mediocre, that's why. Like, I know some of you are going to get all offended by this, but oh, well, I'm, I'm probably not the right coach for you. You're probably better off going to one of those events where you sit there and get told all nice things and you feel good about yourself and then you walk out of there and keep doing the same shit you've always done. Right? That's not my community. My community is, we're driven mofos. We win. In Australia, I have a community of people who are the best community of business owners who are keep stepping it up, right? Some of them start from rock bottom. Some of them start from halfway up the list. Some people come to my events like Thrive Time. They've had drug addiction, alcohol addiction. They've just got out of jail. And then we've also had the ex-head of Air Asia. He had four and a half thousand staff he managed. Mark Smith, who's the head of OTR that just got sold for $1.12 billion. He comes and sits in my business Odyssey event and sits down the back and listens. And then I get him up to talk. He comes along like, we have so many different types of people, but they're all driven. They're hungry. They want it. If you're not getting what you want out of life, it's because you're not hungry enough. And my philosophy is if, if you're not hungry, you're starving. And you're probably starving right now. You want more cash. You're starving for cash. You're starving for a better body. You're starving for a better mindset. You're starving for better relationships. You're starving for a better environment to hang around that you don't want to keep hanging around the people that you're hanging around. You want to go to that next level, right? You're starving for it, but you have to decide, do I keep starving or am I hungry enough to step up to the next level and do whatever it takes? So you've got to remember that your environment that you grew up in dictates how you operate and how your mindset has been developed. If you do not change that and keep changing the way you think by stepping it up to a whole nother level, you're always going to be stuck in that mindset. That's why probably 90% of the people that I talk to when they first join my community, the number one thing is I want to have better health or I want to have better relationships because my relationships are fucked up or my mindset is shit and I'm going around in circles. I feel depressed or I'm not where I want to be and I beat myself up about it or I don't feel like I'm where I want to be and I'm not achieving. Or finally, the last thing is that some people come into our community and they're like, you know what? 
It's just not good enough. I just don't have high enough standards. I really need to change something. And so those types of people, they're hungry to change. And then what I notice is that most people, if they just stay consistent enough for a long period of time and they keep listening to the podcast, they do more of my programs and they keep learning and they keep evolving and they keep working on their mindset, the more they work on their mindset, the more they personally grow. The more they personally grow, the more they think differently. The more they think differently, the more they feel differently. The more they feel different, the more they act differently. And the more they act differently, the greater their results are. But everyone wants to change the results without doing all the other fucking work. That's really what it comes down to. If you want to make more money and you are not changing the way you think about money, you are never, ever going to get to where you want to get to. It's that simple. There's one out of 10,000 there that will figure it out. But the majority of people will not fucking figure it out. I've worked with tens of thousands of people and I guarantee most people never figure it out. Because they start getting ahead and then they self-sabotage and self-destruct and they always go back to what their mind keeps thinking about. And so when a challenge pops up and you go into fear and you're afraid and you're scared and you don't know what to do and you don't know how to make shit work or you have to ask everybody else permission to do what you want to do in life or you need to get everybody else's opinions and perspectives or you're afraid of what other people are going to think, you're always going to be an, an average, right? It was Andrew Tate who called people brokies, right? You're always going to be a brokie. Now, you might have money. I meet brokies all the time who have a little bit of money. They're like, I got two rental properties. And I'm like, cool, you're doing better than the average brokey, but you're still a brokey. No one is financially independent with two rental properties, right? Unless you sell them. And if you sell them, you have no more cash flow. So you might work your ass off your whole entire life to pay off your rental properties. And let's say you make 250 bucks or maybe even 500 bucks a week. Cool, man. You're going to retire on a thousand bucks a week. Right, a thousand bucks a week. I can't even go out for a good dinner with my mates for a thousand bucks a week. And that's because I like when I go out, I don't like stressing about money. So I make enough money so I don't have to stress about it. But I work differently. I operate differently. I think differently. I do shit differently. This week, I'm about to drop $80,000 on a brand new mentor for one year. $80,000. A brand new mentor, 80,000 bucks. I'm about to drop that either today or tomorrow. Do I have 80,000 bucks sitting in my bank account? Fuck no. Right, I'm smart enough when my money's invested. I don't have that cash sitting around. But what I do is I found ways of making it work. Right, I go out there, I work harder, I think differently. I I go and pull cash from a little bit from here, a little bit from there, and I make shit work because that's the level that I've got to step up to. If I can't step up and pay another coach $80,000 a year, how the fuck am I going to have people come to me and pay me $80,000? Right, I just had a brokey send me a message in Instagram. The brokey's like, Hey, I love your video content, yada, yada, yada. I'm a video editor. I would love to help you with your content. I go to his Instagram page. On his Instagram page, it says, take your content to the next level. Work with one of the top agencies to help you grow your social media. They had 250 followers, 250. So I was like, eh, maybe they've just started their account. I watched the video. I'm like, this video is dog shit. It sounds like everybody else. This guy's got no personality. So I sent him a message back and I'm like, look, dude, here's the deal. You need my help more than I need you. I did 147K last month off of Instagram with zero ad spend, zero dollars. Right, and I've got two video editors. It's like a 98% profit margin. You've got to take out tax and all that shit, so that drops it down a bit. But there's no cost apart from my phone bill and the two video editors that I use. Other than that, everything else is upside. Tell me that that's not the world's best business model. And so anyway, I said to this guy, look, if you want to figure out how to make money online, you got to change all of your content, right? What you're selling is not it. And he said, you know, I appreciate your feedback, yada, yada, yada. He said, what would you change? And I said, well, you're trying to sell something that you haven't done. You're trying to tell people that you can help them 
to create all this stuff and you you just haven't done it. You can see straight through it. I said, I can tell it in your tonality, your mannerisms, the way you're coaching people. It's the same shit that everybody else does. Here's the thing with video content. You have to do X, Y, and Z in order to make your videos effective. DM me here to make these videos great. And I'm like, that's the most boring shit I've ever heard. You have to become the thing that you want to sell to the world, right? If you want to be a leader, then be a fucking leader, lead. But you can't do that when you're worried about everybody else's opinion. Not a, you're not a leader. I talk to business owners every week about this, every week. My staff aren't doing what I want. I'm like, would you listen to you? Oh, I guess. And I'm like, nah, you wouldn't listen to you. You're fat, you're overweight, you smoke, you drink all the time, right? You think life's one big party. You don't You don't rock up to shit on time. Like, come on, you're not a leader. Oh, I guess, we'll change it, right? And then, and then they're like, yeah, you're right. And then after that, they become more disciplined. And then all of a sudden, their teams start pulling into line because they realize they can't fuck around. Parents do it all the time. I, I try to make my kids eat healthy. And I'm like, yeah, but you're fat. Yeah, but I, I don't want them to be where I'm at. I don't want them to have the same body image issues. And I'm like, they will. If you don't like it, fucking change it. Show them the way. Lead the path first. That's why I commit to shit before, way before I'm ready because I expect other people to do it. And that's why I get pissed off with people when I'm talking to people after a while and they keep not committing to shit because I always commit to stuff before I'm ready. I always commit because I know that I always back myself. It will always work out, always. So I commit before I'm ready and I expect that other people should do the same because you're not going to get what you want in life until you do that, right? And people know this because if you go and study any great person, any person who does anything awesome in life, they're always committing to shit before they're ready to do it, but they find a way. That's what makes them great. It's the finding the way part that makes them great. What every other brokey does is that they try to find the way before they pay for it or before they commit to it. They're like, yeah, no, I'm committed, but I just need to find the money first. Well, if you found the money first, then you wouldn't need help. You commit to it first and you go, oh shit. And then you have to go out there and you have to work. And because of that, it creates a whole new strategy of thinking. It's always how it works. So anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope this episode reinvigorates you and re-inspires you to think differently, to think outside the box, to do something different, because unless you do something different, you're always going to be the same as everybody else. And remember that negativity, fear, doubt, all of that shit that probably you've had projected onto you is contagious. And your mind has been infested and infected with all of that shit. And so naturally, just like this client I was working with today, it's her natural response, right? Things don't work out. So she drops back into fear. She starts stressing about things. She starts worrying about things. And once I got on the session with her and we started helping, she's like, everything has always worked out. And I'm like, I know it's always worked out. She's like, I can't believe I forgot that. And I'm like, everybody does. That's why you need a coach because the coach points that shit back out to you and they steer you back on track, right? When I go out to the Ben Motorsport Park, the best thing is, is when I have a race car driver sitting in the passenger seat, I got, last year, I got to take out the brand new McLarens, the half electric ones, the hybrid ones, the Ultura. And the awesome thing was that McLaren, they go out and they pay for race car drivers to sit in the passenger seat. So we go out and we do a lap and we cruise. And then they say, look, give it a bit. So you go around the track and you drive it pretty hard and they sit there and they watch what you're doing. And then you come back into the pits and someone else has a go. Once everyone's done, Then they go, right, let's take you out and I'll coach you. And so I'm powering it into corners and naturally my brain's going, I need a break, I need a break, I need a break. And they're like, don't break yet, break now hard. And then you go hard under brakes and then they're like, go, 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 accelerate. And and I'm accelerating before I'm ready. And the next second, the car's gone faster out of the corner. Then as I'm coming into the next corner, they're like, stay flat, stay flat, stay flat, break hard, break hard, turn in tight, turn in tight, turn in. Right now, hit that cone there. 
and there's little cones on the ground and they get you to point in that direction and hit that cone. And all of a sudden you're dropping off lap times and you're becoming more confident on the track. Why does that happen? Because I have a level of safety that I feel comfortable driving at. When they put a coach or someone next to you who's a professional, that coach brings out the absolute fucking best in you and rewires the whole way that you operate. That's the same thing that I do. Most of you guys out there have never even come across something like what I do. Never. People say, oh yeah, I've had a coach and shit. Nothing like what I do. I fucking guarantee that. Right? Because if not, you'd be crushing it and I'd be listening to your podcast. So the thing is, is that we need to rewire ourselves because society has infected us with a way of thinking that makes us naturally think safe. Big players of the game don't think like that. They don't think like that. They think completely differently, especially around money and finances and the way the world operates. They look for economic downturns. They're waiting for a good deal where someone's getting absolutely smashed and they're going to go in and buy something for way cheaper than what it's worth. They're stepping up and they're paying for knowledge and advisors and consultants and they pay really, really well, right? So well that it would blow your fucking mind if I told you what some of the consultation rates are. I personally sometimes get paid like ten dollars to $15,000 for a 90-minute keynote to some of the big businesses, right? But that's what they pay because they know that if I can teach them one thing that all their staff can walk away with, they're going to make millions, so they don't give a shit about that much money. They don't care. So anyway, my point is, people, think differently and be very, very careful of that infestation that you have within your own mind that's probably been grounded into you since you were a young child about how you think about stepping up and playing the game of life. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep kicking ass. Play big. Get out there. Have some fun. Enjoy life. And keep stepping up. Anyway, take care. I look forward to you joining me back here once again on another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. 